Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason. How are you today? This is episode 300 and what, 19, I think we're at. I do this every time. I always have to go look it up. You should just know. 319. That's right. It's, it's a week. You know, it's one of them thar weeks that has the days in it. And this is our day. That's right. Today, it's our day. It's your day. Go live it up. Be the best you you can be. What do we got happening this week? Well, uh, number one, trying a different microphone out. Let me know what you think. Uh, but number two, and quite possibly more important, uh, we've got some new Lunar Silver Star story this week. We have our Death's Door stream that happened on Monday. Uh, we have some Minecraft stream happening on Thursday. We've got this podcast, of course, and we have a Minecraft stream coming up this Friday night. If you got uh, anything going on. Well, cancel it. Come out to the streams. They've been a lot of fun lately. I you know, hesitate to say, but I, I think it's mostly accurate. Others may disagree, but they're wrong. Speaking of being wrong, we're going to have some reviews today about ActRaiser 2. We're going to look at another old-timey kind of game. And uh, least but not last, um... The game we're going to look at doesn't have a soundtrack, so we don't have any music for a game this week. But, you know the MacRaiser games we've been talking about? I got a little treat for you folks, and, and here it is. It's happening right now, before your very eyes.
evil magician has stolen and hidden away the enchanted chalice. We must head out on an adventure to find it and return it to the Golden Castle. But be careful, the dragons Yorgle, Grundle, and Rindle are always looking for something to fill their bellies. This is Adventure, an action-adventure game for the Atari 2600, THE action-adventure game, published and developed by those people at Atari, released in 1979. It was a space year back then. And uh, this is, of course, quite possibly the first action-adventure game. You know, we're a little pixel man, we go do pixel things with our pixel plan, and we save the pixels. Hooray! It's a game I had way back when I was a kid on my old Atari, and I absolutely loved it. I still enjoy playing it. It doesn't have quite the magic that it used to have, but it's still pretty charming, I think, for being, uh, you know, mostly quiet and just wandering around. But it works. Uh, this is one single video. It's relatively short. This was done for uh, Low Bias Monthly back in April of 2015, if you can believe it. And if you can't, doesn't matter, because that's what it is.
So last week we looked at Act Razor. This week we're going to look at Act Razor 2, which also has a ton of reviews. Uh, but unlike Act Razor 1, spoiler alert, there's not nearly as many, as many good ones. Um, and rightly so, I think. <clears throat> For example, Mr. Bum says, I think I'm the only one who liked this game. He gave it an 8. Heed44 Utmost said, Act Razor 2, not Act Razor Part 2. Remembrance in a detailed review says, Oh, what have they done to Act Razor? Uh, we got any. Well, we'll read that one. Any, uh, any usual contributors? No. Uh, so, but we'll do that one, and we'll do this one. This game wants to prove F. Scott Fitzgerald right. Says Pistol Saf. Give it four. We don't care about that. We care about this one. A company takes their famous series to new heights. From 2000, which is when I think our good friend Fadubu reviewed the last game. <coughs> Pardon me. It came out of nowhere. ActRaiser was an early classic for the beloved Super Nintendo. It featured above-average side-scrolling action and a decent town-building simulation that actually resulted in an interesting hybrid. Hold on. 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 I've gone back to Fadubu's previous review. <clears throat> Doesn't do anything superbly, he says. Interesting hybrid, above average size scrolling, decent town. Okay, just check it. In the sequel, you still play the role of the world's master, assisted by several angels in bettering the lives of the people down below on Earth. Although you defeated Tanzra in your previous quest, his minions, represented by deadly sins and evil character traits, are attempting to revive him by striking at vital areas throughout the world. By breaking the spirits of the people, they hope to create enough weakness in the world to allow the evil beast to resurface from his torpor. You must inhabit the body of an ancient winged warrior and fight through many side-scrolling stages in order to put a stop to this. Graphics. The graphics are gritty and dark, with detail that really makes a case for the SNES's power back in its heyday. Grotus, the creepiest area, is dank and dim with murky waters and mutated creatures inhabiting its catacombs. The master, Hero, is well animated, especially in his gliding motions with the wings. The magic that the hero can cast is also well done, with effects that are impressive, but don't interrupt the action. 9 out of 10. Sound. Excellent. They range from claustrophobic tribal beats to romping soldier marches and the bombastic boss music won't disappoint. The sound effects have come a long way from the previous game with lightning and fire effects crackling and snapping appropriately. 8 out of 10. Control. This can get a little hairy. 
As the hero, you have a multitude of options in your assaults on the enemies, including gliding, slashing your sword in every direction, and casting magic spells by holding down the attack button. You can choose between different spells by pressing different directions on the control pad or jumping or gliding just before you cast the spell. Thankfully, the magic bombs, the best attack, are performed simply by pressing up before you release the button. But other useful magic, like Phoenix magic, require extremely difficult conditions to be met in order to cast. This can get annoying, but not overly so. However, most of the other controls are rock solid and do the action genre proud. They beat the original in every aspect. 7 out of 10. Ah, oh, you fool. I'll come to that later. Gameplay. Many people were disappointed because this game lacks the town building elements that made its successor so widely popular. Well, they're right. But I think this was a smart move. Well, you're wrong. Enix took the series in a different direction, and they did it well. And I think another game in the same vein would have seemed old and stale. See my Suikoden 2 review for another more current example of this problem. So, oh, we'll come back. What you do get is top-notch side-scroller that just won't equip. There are SP many enemies and techniques to master that you will be plugging at this game forever. It is extremely challenging. One of the hardest games I have played. But it's the kind of challenge that lightly taunts you and makes you beg for more. The environments are also varied enough that you don't get bored with a saturated action genre. 9 out of 10. Okay. Act Razor 1. Big hit. Everybody loved it. It was great. It was amazing. It had really basic combat. had a nice simulation. ActRaiser 2 comes along. They get rid of the simulation. They make the combat really overly complicated. And they never make another ActRaiser game until just like two months ago when they re-released the first one with like some weird HD remake thing. People didn't like this game, man. And the things that they changed from the first one to the second one, they took out the things that people liked. Right? It does look better. The music, the instrumentation, let me say this, the voices sound better, but the music isn't as good. The combat is horrible. And anyway, back on. Story. The story isn't central to the game's effectiveness, but what is here is good. The angels tell you much about the towns and how your actions affect the history of the world, for better or maybe for worse? Question mark parenthesis period? Sure, the boss is trying to be resurrected theme has been done before, but few have done it this well. 7 out of 10. See, I disagree here too, because in the first game, and I just started replaying it because I did the review, and I just was playing it for fun, we get to talk to people, right? The people, while we're down in the simulation, people come and they pray and they say, hey, we learned how to make bridges. We're kind of proud of that. Here, you can take what we've learned and give it to other people, or... My son ran away. If you see him, will you give him this bread? Or, uh, I've been having bad dreams and it's been really unsettling and I don't know what to do about it. You know, it, that game has that. This game has, I'm an icon. Here's a bunch of text. There's, there's no, and it, it's barely any interaction in the first game, but at least it is interacting. You know what I mean? This game is just, here's your plot dump. Go to your crummy action segment. Replay value high for an action game, <laughs> as there are several difficulty levels to make this game almost impossible, but beatable. Defeating this on the hardest mode is truly an accomplishment. I had one level to go when winter break ended this year, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, parenthesis, period, 8 out of 10. Average 8 out of 10. 
It's not average at all. This is a great little game to play. ActRaiser 2 is a thoroughly enjoyable game with all the right touches that make it refreshing. Enix, you have may taken some flack for this, but you did the right thing. Fadubu gives it an 8. Fadubu's a fool. He's a fool, I say. He's an idiot. No, I don't agree. I do not agree. And you know what? A lot of people don't. Let's read uh, what Vegeta Man had to say one short year later. This one should have never been raised because ActRaiser. Eh? ActRaiser is the second part of the great game ActRaiser. ActRaiser 2 in hardly any part measures up to how good ActRaiser was. Like movies, the sequel is hardly ever as good as the original. Gameplay. Can't say much for this, it's really, it is a really poorly made game. The controls are one of the major problems. The control pad makes you move and these buttons do this magic attack if you are standing. Move to do this one and then run. Crouch for this one. That's how bad the controls are. That was not a great sentence. There is no good part of the game. The controls make it almost impossible to beat. The only neat part about it is the fact that the magic spells are cool. It seems like they spent more time perfecting spells than they did perfecting the game. The game is also set up so that there are about 10 different places to start from. You have to have the map that goes with the game to even have a hope of playing it and beating it. I don't think that's true, but more on that later. Story. There's a story. Well, I suppose there is some sort of a story to it. That's the basic part of it. Or this is the basic part. You are a beast with wings, a sword, and magic. You must save your world from destruction. You must do this by helping all troubled places on the planet. Only then will this be fulfilled. Personally, I think this game would be nicer if it had at least some sort of storyline to accompany it. Audio, video. One of the not so good parts of the game. The sound is really shaky and cheap. The graphics are the better part. The diorama effect is not so great. Had they tried to make this game 3D, it would have been really bad. Vegeta Man's review is weird. Uh, replay? No. If you ever manage to beat this game, as most people don't, 9 out of 10 times you never want to pick this game up again. Most people never make it past the first level. To buy? No. Personally, I'd never buy this game. Then there are some people who would. If you really want this game, it costs about $7 to $12. Truly not worth it. Odds and ends. This game never should have hit shelves in stores. It's a complete black hole. The money you spend for it, you'll never get out of gameplay. Verdict, bad. This game holds hardly any fun characteristics at all. I encourage you not to buy this game. And if you really want to try it, try it out on an emulator first. Rating, three. Vegeta Man did not like. So, let me tell you my story about ActRaiser 2. I bought this game because I liked the first one so much. I beat the first one. I got it. Um, did not like it. Really did not. Like I said the graphics are great. The music, eh. But <clears throat> you know the controls. The controls are absolutely horrible. It is true that you have a lot more magic. The first one was really limited in the spells you could cast. But the way the spells work in this one, it is you have to hold the button. And if you're standing still, you do one thing. If you're moving forward, you do one thing. If you're jumping, you do one thing. If you're ducking, you do one thing. If you're jumping and moving, you do one thing. If you're gliding, you do one thing. And it can be really obnoxious when you're trying to like, because you have to charge a spell and then you have to release the spell. And if you are doing anything other than what you want to do to make the spell you want happen happen, you get a totally different spell. The gliding is horrible. 
I died so many times just from trying to glide onto a land on a platform just to fall off the end of it. And it I I never made it past the first level when I had this. I bought the game, played it on my Super Nintendo, never made it past the first level. Only finished it emulating it and cheating. That's that's it. That's that's all. It's it's not very good. The lack of a story is horrible. Unlike the first game, okay, in, in the first game, First Act Razor, you were really kind of corralled in where you could go. A lot of people don't like that, but it, on its face, it is an action platformer game. It's not an exploration game. You do stage one, stage two, stage three, blah, 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 blah. This game breaks that up with the uh, simulation thing. ActRaiser 1 does, I mean. However, however, you could not progress. Like, you couldn't finish the first two-thirds of Area 1 and then go to Area 5 because you have to be a certain level in the game to go do Level 5 because if you don't, you're probably going to get wrecked. So it does kind of guide you along, but it also keeps the game from never getting too far ahead of you in terms of what you're capable of dealing with, right? So you stay in area one, you, you, you do the first stage, you do the simulation, you do the second stage, you hang out, you finish the simulation. You should now be plenty level high enough, and levels only give you health to go on to the next stage. ActRaiser 2 doesn't do that. You go absolutely anywhere. You might get nine steps into one stage and get absolutely destroyed by something. It's not uncommon in ActRaiser 2. Looking at some of these reviews, uh, overall, this one was given three out of five on GameFAQs. Uh, ActRaiser 1 has a four out of five for 1,057 ratings. ActRaiser 2, three out of five from 371. One third as many people reviewed it and gave it a lower review. <clears throat> and just looking, here's our detailed reviews. Three, two, and five. Here's our full reviews. Six, three, nine, eight, seven, and two. And our quick reviews. Five, two, nine, five, four, eight, nine. Three, two, six, three, four, five, eight, three, two, seven. There's a lot of twos. There might be more twos than anything else. And Combat Crustacean says, suffers from not only frustrating difficulty and a distinct lack of fun gameplay, but also a noticeable dearth of wheat. If you played the first game, then you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Griffin gave it a nine and said, a fine platformer that is sadly underrated due to its predecessor's roots. There's nothing fine about the platforming in ActRaiser 2. I'm going to tell you, avoid it. Or don't. Try it for yourself. See how bad it is. You do you.
The music's kind of long in this one. This is from the ActRaiser Symphonic Suite album, which is absolutely excellent. Cannot recommend it enough. But because of that, you know, we're, we're going a little long. And by the way, don't forget, let me know what you think of the microphone. I'm on the fence. Anyway, our lead story in the news, thanks for nothing. Catherine Graham of Marshfield, Massachusetts, recently cashed in on her 15 minutes of fame on The Price is Right with host Drew Carey. She flew to Los Angeles to visit her daughter and attended a taping of the show, which aired on February 1st. As luck would have it, Graham ended up on stage with Carey and played for a great trip to New Hampshire. When Carey gushed, New Hampshire is beautiful. Graham replied, Drew, I live in Boston. I've been to New Hampshire a million times. But wait, there's more. In order to collect the prize round-trip airfare, she'll have to travel to Los Angeles again to fly to Manchester, New Hampshire. I just wish it was Tahiti or Bora Bora, a cruise around the world maybe, Graham told WBZ-TV. But she said it was so fun. Here's a bright idea. Hey, this one's from home. The Idaho Potato Commission. It's a real thing, and they do good work. Has your last-minute Valentine's Day gift covered? Very last-minute if you're not getting to this, you know, till, till now. The group is releasing a limited-edition fragrance, Freets by Idaho, made from distilled potatoes and essential oils that is designed to smell like a fresh plate of french fries, UPI reported. The smell is too good to resist, said IPC President Jamie Higgum. This perfume is a great gift for anyone who can't refuse a french fry. And it's priced right, too. $1.89 a bottle. There you go. Our next story of America. Still need a Valentine's Day gift idea? You guys are way late. Well, here you go. KFC is collaborating with Pillow Pets for the KFC Chicken Sandwich Snuggler. A giant cuddle yummy you can wrap around your midsection before the carbs make it there. It's only quite a bit more than the perfume. $99.99, Canoe reported. Who's Canoe? I don't know. Enjoy a snuggle after sinking your teeth into a KFC chicken sandwich meal or spice up any room in your home. Trust us, it's impossible to miss. KFC crowed. It's the wrong wrong bird, canoe. It's the wrong bird. They saw that Arby's thing where they were like giving you Arby scented clothes. I'm like, we can we can do better than that. Uh, respect for the elderly. Richard Taylor, 28. If he's elderly, I'm in trouble. Began arguing with his grandmother on February 1st because he wanted to buy a new bed, but apparently didn't have the funds to do so. KDKA Radio reported. So the Butler County, Pennsylvania man broke into Margaret Taylor's bedroom after she had locked it from the inside and forcibly stole her purse, then disconnected all the phones at the house and fled in a 2006 Ford Taurus, presumably on his way to the mattress store. Wow. Grandma headed to the neighbor's home to call 911, and a warrant was issued for Richard's arrest for robbery, theft, and harassment. How will he sleep at night? Oh, yeah. New mattress. KDKA. That was not funny. Step right up. A, quote, dedicated employee who enjoyed his job and was well-liked by the people he worked with, end quote, was charged on February 9th in North Versailles, Pennsylvania, after he allegedly placed a hidden camera in a urinal at the North Versailles Police Department. WPXITV reported, John Logan, 49, a 911 operator, is accused of placing the camera in a single-user bathroom in a hallway that is off-limits to the public. Once the incident was reported, Logan allegedly went to the bathroom and removed the SD card from the camera. Investigators searching Logan's home found flash drives with videos of officers exposed while using the bathroom. 
He was charged with invasion of privacy and tampering with physical evidence. Okay. Uh, what's his name? James Brown. Same thing. He wasn't a 911 operator, but he did the same thing. Great art, people often say. The Associated Press reported on February 10th that a board security guard at an art gallery in, oh boy, Ekaterinburg? Ekaterinburg. Now that's in Russia. Led his own artistic hand to an avant-garde painting by Anna Leporskaya, adding eyes, oh, I saw this, to two of the three faces in the painting, three figures. The Yeltsin Center revealed that the vandalism occurred on December 7th. The painting was returned to the state. Oh, Russian names are weird. Tretyakov Gallery in Moscow, which owns it for restoration. The guard who worked for a private company providing security used a ballpoint pen to make the small circles. The unnamed guard could face up to three months in prison. I kind of liked it with the eyes. Our least competent criminal, as over the road truckers, not not the grandson. This is totally different. As over the road truckers protested COVID-related mandates in Canada's capital city, a 20-year Akron, Ohio man who wanted to get in on the action. Oh, he just wanted to get on the, in on the action. Excuse me. So on February 7th, he called in a bomb threat to the Putnam County Sheriff's Office in Ottawa, Ohio. The man said he was going to set off a bomb in Ottawa and then called back a second time and said he'd been shot, the Lima News reported. When he found out he was talking to Ohio and not Canada, he said he hadn't been shot, but was simply trying to waste Canadian authorities' time and resources because he didn't agree with their mask mandate, said Sheriff's Office Captain Brad Brubaker. He also admitted there was no bomb. You'd think with him being from Ohio, the 419 area code might have rung a bell, Brubaker added. Let me tell you about the truckers. Let me tell you about the Canadian truckers. Bunch of babies. 90% of the truckers in Canada are already vaccinated. Like, there's a higher vaccination rate among Canadian truck drivers than there is among Canadian citizens. This is a tiny sliver of the 10% that's left who was scared of needles. That's all I can figure. That's all I can figure. Like, I'm scared, so I'm going to act tough so I don't have to show how scared I am. You're a bunch of babies. You're stupid. Y'all should have been locked up and had your vehicles impounded. Like, within 12 hours of this stuff starting. Okay. Get out of here. Stories of the New World Order. An unnamed woman from Paterna, Spain, received a $570 fine in January for not picking up her dog's poop. While well, she visited, oh boy, Benal Medina last August, Oddity Central reported Benal Medina. Aside from the irritation of the financial hit, how did they connect the dots? Er, drops? Just stop. The notice included the street where the excrement was found and the date. Turns out ADN Canino, a Spanish company that maintains the database of canine DNA, works with authorities all over the country, mostly in the service of finding owners of lost dogs and preventing abuse, but now also down tracking, but now tracking down offenders of poop scooping laws. The woman in the case was quick to register a pet with ADN in case he was ever lost. Authorities in Benal Medina took samples and matched her dog, and she's out. 570 smackers. That's what they call money in Spain. Smackers. And I'm really glad they put Banal Medina in there a second time. Because if I had to go through all that just to say it once, I would have been upset. The neighbors. On February 6th, according to Kyung Moulton, 66, she returned to her home in Palm Bay, Florida and found leaves on her lawn. 
oh no. Uh, ClickOrlando.com reported that. Assuming the neighbors across the street had put them there, she fetched her leaf blower and blew them back over onto their lawn. The man across the street and his mother went outside to confront Moulton, and his sister joined them. The arrest report said Moulton slapped her sister and stabbed her in the leg with a steak knife. That's not funny. As the man tried to help his sister, he was allegedly stabbed in the arm. Moulton also pushed the mother to the ground. Moulton denies stabbing anyone. Surveillance video does not show a stabbing, and no knife was recovered. Nonetheless, Moulton was charged with two counts of aggravated battery and one count of battery on a person 65 or older. It's Florida. Should have just shot him. Stand your ground, man. Only works if you shoot people. Fine points of the law. In New York, as legislators work out the details of legalizing the sale of recreational marijuana, some businesses have been skirting the issue by making it a gift with purchase of other items. Since March, it's been legal for adults to have and transfer small amounts of marijuana for free. But now, according to Fox 40 TV, the Office of Cannabis Management is cracking down. Jim McKenzie's Hemp Sol CBD shop in Rochester will comply, he said on February 9th, and stopped offering a gift to customers who buy a shirt or other garment. I'm going to do what the state wants because my goal is to have a state license and do it correctly, McKenzie said. Good for you, Jim. That's the way to do it. We ought to just... It's about time. It's about time. Just... It's going to be one of those things where, like, everybody... There's going to be such a large chunk of everybody doing it that they just need to make it legal everywhere. Just just do it. It's going to happen eventually. Just do it now and save everybody that hassle.
mostly half decent time. It was a pretty, pretty all right time all in all, I think. Um, I'm going to get out of here, but I hope you all have a darn good day because, uh, you know, you're probably due for one, right? I think it's fine. Just, you know, make it happen. Um, what do they call that? Self-manifestation. Something like that. Anyway, if you like the show, please consider subscribing wherever you get your podcasts or leave us a review uh, and a rating. People like those kind of things. Even if you want to leave me a three-star Yelp review that's or a rating, that's totally fine with me. I'll take it. Uh, if you enjoy video games and whatnot, you want to check those out, you can do so at Jason's Groove Machine on YouTube. If you want to uh, support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash Jason's Groove Machine. If you want to get on some of these live streams we talk about every little bit, uh, that's Jason's Groove Machine on Twitter. Or, excuse me, Twitch. It's that, that one. The Twitter one is at Jason G-R-B-I-N. Yeah, makes much more sense that way. I'm going to get out of here. Y'all have a good one. I'll see you next time.